Trump loyalist Elise Stefanik replacing Liz Cheney in the third most powerful Republican seat in the House. Also, it ties from the military of China and the funding from the United States for this gain of function and other virus research, weaponized virus research has emerged. Uh, Fauci has a lot of things to answer for. Why is his NIH, why is the American government still funding these labs in China, which are connected to the Chinese military? Also, Dominion, in a startling twist, is refusing to cooperate with the audit in Arizona and the Senate. At this point, they're just digging their heels in and trying to uh, say no. All of this and more coming up after a short word from our Patriot sponsors. Welcome back, my friend, to The Silent War with your host, Dustin Nemos of Nemos News, where we continue with your help to break the cycle of fake news. Here we go. There was a time when I had my head in the sand. Then I found out that power players pass lies for truth and truth for lies, especially in areas of life and health. I used to stay quiet, and now I speak up. I red pill my family, I red pill my friends, and I support redpillliving.com. Red Pill Living has real health products that support longevity, vitality, and detoxification against the deep state attacks on your health. It's redpillliving.com. Wake up, stand up, speak up. Nemosnewsnetwork.com. Breaking the cycle of fake news. So right off the bat, I want to begin by discussing that the Biden administration is passing out money, of course, for all of the restaurants and bar owners who were impacted by the pandemic. But there is an issue. It seems as though the money is first going to minorities and women, and it's being set, you know, it's being given out in an unfair way. A lot of restaurant owners and business owners who are you know, just so happen to be white, may be left out completely because their race doesn't match up and their business wasn't important enough to save. So this is the kind of, uh, you know, double standard handout that the Democrats love to do, which is really just redistribution from one group to another. It's theft. It's, it's theft. It's legalized theft with a different name called redistribution. Now, on the other hand, a more fair way to do this would be, oh, I don't know, don't steal from people. Secondly, Another option might be to hand out whatever aid you have to hand out in an equal uh, way, regardless of skin color, regardless of sex. I mean, there's a lot of great female-owned restaurants, but they don't deserve to stay open any more than some of the great male-owned restaurants. And, you know, I don't have a preference. I don't think I can taste the difference in cooking, but I don't think it's right to pick one group over another based on any metric, uh, especially something that no one can control, like skin color or you know, the genitalia, if they even happen to identify as the genitalia they have. And, and what happens when the white male Christian restaurant owner decides he wants to identify as a black female for the day in order to get the handouts? I mean, they allow other people to do it. So where's the legal precedent going to end up? At some point, it's all about stealing and buying votes. And, you know, you could see it really well right around election time when the Democrats came strong with $2,000 and Mitch McConnell couldn't seem to get over $600, um, of course, which was a strategy, I believe, a tactic to deny Trump many votes. Some people would have just voted for that extra $1,600, remember. Now, um, also, according to the University of Michigan, a recent sentiment survey, something has happened in the home building market. Now, obviously, 
there's a craze going on, at least in certain states like Florida and Texas, you can't seem to find property. As soon as it's listed, 10 people have offered something day one. This is what I'm hearing from my real estate friends. And I just got land not long ago down here because I knew I wouldn't be able to find a house that I could afford. Uh, even with financing, uh, a lot of the houses are so expensive now, even for a normal house, because people from cities and far left crazy places have moved here to enjoy the freedoms of Florida, that uh, a lot of people are being priced out. So while, you know, builder sentiment continues to be really high, you know, the builders are saying, we're going to keep building, there's a lot of good stuff happening, and we're going to be very busy. Uh, and they're ramping up business, and that seems good, and that's been good so far because a lot of people have chosen to build versus, you know, buy. Like we're going to do. We're going to do the owner-builder method to save money. It's the only way I can have a decent house for uh, the money that we have uh, on a censored media budget, you know. But, um, you know, back to my point, a lot of the buyers, uh, you know, kind of like I was a few months ago, and like many of my friends that are looking at moving to Florida here now, are being priced out of the market by these expensive homes. I mean, if you noticed, I'm uh, I'm uh, in a campground right now because we just moved to the land and we're kind of exploring the area. We're camping out. We're looking to see where we want to be while we build. Um, it's expensive and it's really hard to even find a rental right now in this area. So with that said, um, you know, just understand that there's two different sentiments here. You know, the buyers that say, I could never afford this. I'm not even going to try increasingly more and more. I mean, this is the weakest home buying sentiment since 83, apparently before I was even, well, I was born in 87, which was a big crash itself. But, uh, the builders are still very gung ho and they haven't learned that lesson yet. So there's always a little bit of a lag, you know? So if you're a builder, pay close attention. Now, as I mentioned, Elise Stefanik, a longtime Trump loyalist, not perfect, but a Trump loyalist, which says a lot. Uh, and she stood with him around election fraud and the attempted, uh, well, the, the successful coup. She still stood with him um, to try to deny the certifications. She has replaced Liz Cheney as the GOP conference chair. That's the number three leadership position. So we're very close to taking over the Republican Party, folks, because the top is what matters. Once you get the top, you can pretty much uh, replace everyone below you who's a rhino which is how the left has done it every time they get into a position of authority, which is incredible. You hear about how hard it is to fire people in the government. Well, the left seems to do it all the time. And then, of course, the replacement will inevitably have purple hair or, you know, something where you can tell they're just a far left. And, and they like to, to, you know, it's called nepotism, where you surround, uh, I guess, where you, where you benefit those who surround you, you know, friends first, family first, not fairness first. Um, this system, this, this country was founded as a meritocracy where it came as merit first. It didn't even matter if, you know, we didn't have to know you. We didn't have to know, didn't matter what skin color you were necessarily. You know, I, I get that every country has had its issue with slavery in the past. And, and that had a, a little bit of a, a, a mark on U.S. history. Not much compared to other countries, of course. We ended it. But um, it did have a mark. But for the most part, it was based on meritocracy. You know, you... you earned the position through skill and talent and, and, you know, being the best. Didn't matter your background. It didn't matter if you were poor or rich. And, uh, you know, I, I realize as I say some of these things, look, it's always mattered a little bit, but you, a poor guy like me could rise from a trailer park being born of a crackhead mother. And, and I love my mom, but it, 
you know, I want to tell my story so other people can relate and hopefully find some healing, find some perspective because I came from a crackhead mother, you know, I lived in a trailer park growing up and, and now I'm, I'm thinking about running for Congress to try to kick out a rhino. I mean, anyone can, can rise up based on merit in this country. And that was the American dream. If I can do it, anyone can do it. Uh, people like Mike Lindell, who was a crackhead himself, you know, he, he became a billionaire pillow guy. How did that happen? And now he's a hero trying to save our country. So um, moving on through the, the good news, we also have uh, scholars by the hundreds are lining up for this mysterious new non-woke education startup. They're not only trying to lower the cost of a good education using the internet, using professional educators, high, you know, very good educators, but the, the real kicker here is that it's a non-woke startup. It's named American Scholars, and it's started by Matthew Pohl, who actually has some extensive experience as a University of Pennsylvania admissions officer. So this guy might just be able to bring together a non-woke college experience for the masses. And, you know, that could extend down through homeschooling all the way down to uh, kindergarten at some point. And we could have something that filters out the bullshit, fil filters out the Marxist rape of your children's mind. That's what indoctrination is. That's what happens when you put your kids into public school. They go into your child's mind with manipulations instead of, you know, it's not a, it's not like they're using a, a drill or, you know, a hammer to open up the skull. They're using manipulations to get through the eyes and into the brain, through the ears and into the brain. And these kids have no defense because they don't know any better. They're innocent and they're supposed to trust the adults that their parents left them with, right? So they get in there and they rape their brain. And that is the, I'm saying it that way because it is, it is intentionally provocative. It is intentionally um, uh, you know, upsetting because this needs to be upsetting. Uh, the damage that they do in these children's brains will, will outlast and will outperform, in my opinion, uh, you know, layperson's opinion here. But I, you know, I do study this as, as my job. It's my day job. I see a lot of this. And, and I think that the, the damage done by the indoctrination of the Marxist mind rape in public education is worse than the, the, limited, not like constant, like over the border, but like the limited uh, physical rape of children, because they're going to heal from that, which is terrible, right? They need to, I mean, they need to get the death penalty, anyone that harms a kid, but they're going to heal from that. And maybe they're going to block it out. Maybe they're not going to think about it in 10 years too much anymore. Maybe it's just a, a bad dream every once in a while then, right? But not so with the Marxist indoctrination. This, this is a seed of poison that defends itself once it's in and it, it, it expands itself. It's kind of like an, a mental STD because these people want to push Marxism on other people as well. They want to push their postmodernist views on other people as well. And, you know, it causes a lifetime of misery, resentment, hate, anger, um, failure, blaming others for your failure, bad decisions. I mean, it is a constant screw up with Marxists. And, and you can see that in the millennial generation. I mean, my, the joke is millennials can't even turn in a light bulb to, to screw in a light bulb to turn it on. I mean, we're dumb. Most of us we're really dumb. Um, millennials are having trouble adulting, which is a, a new phrase invented for our generation because they don't know how to be responsible adults, many of them, because of this coddle culture, uh, Marxist indoctrination. 
which tells them they're all champs, they're all winners, they don't have to try, and uh, everything that happens in life that's bad is the white man's fault. Um, we also have, as I said before, just startling information. Dominion Voting Systems has released a statement. They're refusing to uh, cooperate with the audit. They will not release the passwords to the Maricopa voting machines. Uh, it is getting to be really late in the game now, folks. Uh, when, when the bad guys are holding out on evidence, refusing to cooperate, uh, when they're deleting information from servers to prove that, or so that you can't prove that they stole the election. I mean, at this point, the cover-up is worse than the crime. Uh, if they were innocent, why wouldn't they cooperate? So it seems as though even they believe they're guilty and they know what's coming. Now, we also have, I'm not going to show you the video, but just because I'm on really limited uh, internet and I'm out here and I'm having to use my phone to upload or go to the local library and stuff, and I'm going to get off of that soon. But uh, this is one example of an insane teacher who berates a child for not wearing a mask, uh, even though he's vaccinated, which is insane, poor kid. But he wasn't wearing the mask, not a threat to her, not a risk to her. There's no evidence to support that whatsoever. But she calls him a jerk. She berates him. She abuses him, you know, uh, mentally and verbally. Um, and I would say for a child in front of everyone else, you know, all of his peers around to see this emotionally, that is really embarrassing and really hard for someone to go through who hasn't really developed their own ego and thick skin yet. And maybe I bet his skin's a little thicker now, I guess. But uh, she calls him a jerk. She calls him a, um, a couple of other names, like a dink, whatever that is. I think that's like a whale, a whale thing, and um, and and she just basically uh, uh, tries to guilt him into uh, and bully him, cry bully him, into wearing a mask, even though it's not a threat to her. Now, her claim here is that you know he he's a threat to her health, and she wants to care about her health, and and really the image that you can see if you're watching would belie that. Uh, it doesn't seem as though she cares too much about her health. She just wants to be a hateful jerk and, and abuse this child. And this is one example, but it is systemic. Believe me, it is systemic. Thousands of children today are going to feel this uh, same bullying, okay? Because they don't want to wear the mask. They can't breathe. It's making them sick. I even saw kids, even in Florida, outside playing on a playground during uh, recess at a school as I drove by. Some of them were wearing masks. Thank God some of them were not. Maybe it's optional. <clears throat> now, the April jobs report on Easter was uh, uh, off, I guess, because uh, according to the White House, Easter has moved to March. <laughs> um, this shows the level of uh, low IQ incompetence because really the main uh, prerequisite to work at Joe Biden's White House is corruption and connections, not IQ, if you get my drift. Uh, we see this again and again. But don't worry, they'll circle back to you. Also, uh, we have Marjorie Taylor Greene, who has a, a communications director who was uh, physically intimidated by Eric Swalwell. I mean, he kind of gave him a, a, a sarcastic, hey, Biden says you can take your mask off. And then uh, Swalwell followed him, got in his face, screamed at him, cussed him out with witnesses present. And then get this, talk about a cry bully. The next thing that happens is Swalwell... Uh, and his team are calling out uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene for bullying them in the hallways. It's so funny the way they do this. This is it's very similar to the way uh, one congresswoman recently tried to bully Marjorie and lie about her. And Marjorie got it on camera. And she caught her bullying her instead. And, and she busted it. I wish they had gotten this one on camera. Maybe someone did. Um, but clearly they are trying to bully Marjorie. This is the best proof of all that she's the real deal. 
I mean, you've got these low-level, low-IQ people trying to bully Marjorie Taylor Greene effectively out of Congress, right? So um, here it is. Even her staff are now being bullied. This article was about uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene responding to Pelosi calling for an investigation of her. I mean, Pelosi wants to get her kicked out of Congress, of course. They want to investigate her for, for ethics or bullying or whatever it may be. It's, of course, never going to hold up in court, but it sounds good and it gives a good pretext to try to get rid of somebody you don't like who's calling you out for your lies every day. I mean, you know, recently Marjorie Taylor Greene, uh, a business owner, a successful business owner, challenged supposed economist Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez to a debate and she chickened out, backed out and tried to act like she was being bullied. And then Pelosi gets involved and calls for investigation. So what does Marjorie do? She calls out Pelosi. Why didn't you bring in the National Guard troops on January the 6th after President Trump requested it, even though you knew there were pipe bombs left at the RNC and DNC headquarters the night before, even though you knew that, that riots were planned, even though you say that you believed that there was a threat, why did you not bring in the National Guardsmen? Why then blame it on Trump for trying to incite a riot when you knew and could have done something about it and he tried? Because it was a stolen election and Pelosi knows about it, but trust Marjorie to find a weakness to, 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 to go back and hit back with, right? Because Pelosi has a lot of skeletons in her closet. Now, we also have, as I mentioned before, groundbreaking news that there are still links, direct links between the Chinese military and major Pentagon-funded virus research centers in China. Folks, we are funding our own bioweapon attacks at this point, thanks to people like Fauci. Now, um, that's all I've got to cover on this video. I, I hope you found it to be of value. If you did, please consider you know, liking, sharing, maybe subscribing if you want more. You can do so at nemosnewsnetwork.com news. If you want to support us financially, you're the, you're the only means by which we have support at this point. Uh, we don't get paid the big money by Soros and Bezos. We don't get a salary to lie to you and of millions of dollars a year like Anderson Cooper we're listener-funded 100% through our sponsors, uh, selling products, and, and through our donations. So check out a couple of our options. Go to nemosnewsnetwork.com slash sponsors. There's also a slash donate if you want to check that out. Uh, we have some sales going on, I think, right now on the website, although I need to get the details before I tell you what they are. And uh, you can always use the coupon code NEMOS at websites like redpillliving.com, health, wellness, beauty products, coffee, we have thegreatawakeningcoffee.com. We also have greenpillliving.com with the CBD, some of the best CBD you'll ever get. It's high potency, it's pure, it's natural. It's not overly processed the way some of the CBDs are. Um, this has the mother of cannabinoids, the CBG, CBG, not CBD, in it also. So it's got CBG and CBD, which makes it work even better. Not to mention, we made it super strong. So um, I hope you guys have found it to be of value. We'll see you on the next one. Dustin Nemo's out.